brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What is up, everybody? It's Animac here for Anime Uproar, and today I will be discussing the newest major twist in Boku no Hero. Although, let's face it, we all knew that this was coming, we just didn't know when exactly it would happen. There were actually two major developments in this latest installment of the story. One was about Deku and his power, and the other one was about Shigaraki and his power. Yet again, the situation on the battlefield has shifted, and things just keep getting more and more intense, so let's get into it. If you enjoy our Boku no Hero content and you want to see more, please leave a like to let me know, it really does help. And if you're new to Anime Uproar, or maybe you just haven't subscribed yet, make this the video that you subscribe and hit that notification bell to turn on all notifications. If you want to actually see our videos and not have them buried on YouTube, you have to go through the trouble of clicking that bell and selecting the option that says all. If you don't do that, you're still gonna miss a lot of our videos, even if you are subscribed, it's just how YouTube works. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Uproar. Finally, this video will of course contain Boku no Hero manga spoilers. We are dealing with the very latest developments in the story, so please proceed with caution, you have been warned. The end of the previous chapter gave us a preview of the absolute chaos that Gigantomachia had caused back in the forest near the villain mansion. But the latest chapter gives us a much closer look at the carnage and the aftermath of that carnage. The class 1A and 1B students appear to be okay, at least the ones that we get to see. But but the path that Machia had taken through the forest has been reduced to an absolute wasteland. Machia has annihilated the trees, the ground, and everything else in his path. And even though some of the students like Tokoyami are working on rescuing as many people as possible, it wouldn't be crazy to assume that some heroes might have died during Machia's rampage. Sero asks Shoji if there are any other heroes in the area, but Shoji can't sense any of them, which means that all the heroes who are still around are too far away to detect. So does that mean that all those heroes who had been here are now dead? Or maybe they're just unconscious? We'll have to wait and see. Momo and the rest of the students are absolutely shocked by what they just witnessed, and they know that the only reason they survived is because Makia wasn't interested in them. He was just looking for the quickest way to reach Jakku, and once he underwent his transformation, the transformation that we got to see a preview of in the last chapter, Makia destroyed everything and everyone in sight. I have to say that Makia is even more powerful than I could have possibly imagined, and his new form looks absolutely insane. 
Thankfully, Majestic was able to save all the students by using his unique quirk to fly them out of Makia's path. And since Makia wasn't interested in the students, only in reaching Shigaraki, he didn't pursue them and so they survived. But once the students were evacuated into the forest and out of Makia's way, things did not work out so well for the heroes. Makia seems to have just plowed through them, leaving nothing but destruction in his wake. The students are left wondering what happened to the pro heroes like Fat Gum and Majestic, and also to the other students like Sun Eater. And they are also left wondering why Momo's sleeping agent did not have an effect on Makia. But the chapter doesn't dwell on the shock and confusion of the students for very long, because we are suddenly thrust back into the scene from the end of the previous chapter. And we can see that the newly transformed Makia is already causing massive large-scale destruction inside a city. All the efforts of the heroes and hero students back at the mansion appear to have been worthless since they couldn't stop Makia. And now he is annihilating entire cities, he is killing who knows how many innocent civilians, and he is getting closer and closer to Shigaraki. On top of that, or should I say on top of Makia, the other villains, including Dabi, Toga, Spinner, Mr. Compressed and Skeptic, are also about to join the battle in Jakku. Now that both Shoto and Endeavor are on the main battlefield in Jakku, Dabi's appearance there is going to be absolutely epic, I can't wait to see what happens. Also, we hadn't seen Dr. Ujiko for a while, but now we see him again and he is being taken into custody by the authorities. Despite his current predicament, Ujiko is ecstatic to learn that Makia is on his way. And Ujiko explains that Makia is a calamity in human form and a creature who lives and dies for his master. In fact, Ujiko based his Nomu designs on Makia himself. So Makia is the literal prototype for the perfect villain soldier. Ujiko proclaims that once Makia gets going, there is no way to stop the destruction and with Makia's help, Shigaraki is about to end the hero society once and for all. Back on the main battlefield in Jakku, we see a fully recovered Shigaraki rising from the ashes as a badly injured Aizawa lies motionless on the ground. There is a large amount of blood around Aizawa's eyes as we saw in the previous chapter, and we cannot actually see his eyes at this point. So I am not sure if Aizawa's eyes were actually injured beyond repair, or if the blood is coming from some other injury. But that doesn't seem to actually matter at this point, because Aizawa is clearly no longer capable of performing the task of erasing Shigaraki's quirks. Shoto offers to help out with Shigaraki so that Endeavor can take some time to cool off and replenish his strength. Meanwhile, both Deku and Bakugo are furious as they look upon the injured Aizawa. But the situation is so bad that Rocklock straight up tells Deku to get out of here. Rocklock and Manuel are both doing their best to take care of Aizawa, but Aizawa is in really bad shape, and with Shigaraki fully recovered, everyone here is in grave danger. Deku, Bakugo, and Shoto are still just students, so it makes sense for the heroes to give them a chance to flee in this dire and dangerous moment. So being the reasonable and pragmatic guy that he is, Deku does exactly what Rocklock tells him to do. And so he gets the hell out of there, and that's it, the chapter ends, nothing more to see. Ha, <laughs> just kidding. Of course Deku doesn't listen to Rocklock's advice. Instead, rage mode Deku with tears flowing down his face and pure fury in his eyes declares that he will never leave. And in that moment, something crazy happens. As Shigaraki prepares to launch another wave of decay, 
a large gash suddenly opens across his chest and right arm. Shigaraki has no idea what's going on at first, but then he realizes that by pulling Ayami from Black Clover and surpassing his limits, he has put too great a strain on his body. But even so, Shigaraki is surprised that he isn't regenerating instantly, and that's when he realizes that he must have been awakened too early, before Ujiko's procedure could be completed. Deku is also able to connect the dots based on what Gran Torino had said earlier, and so Deku knows that the overwhelming power of All for One is putting a big strain on Shigaraki's body. Thanks to Miruko's heroic sacrifice, Shigaraki's procedure was interrupted when it was only about 75% completed. And the chapter then briefly shows us that the gravely injured Miruko is still alive and that she is being carried off to safety as we speak. Man, I love my girl Miruko and so I'm glad that we actually got proof of life in this chapter because we weren't so sure about what happened to her after she was carried out of the hospital by Endeavor. Stay strong Miruko, we simp for you and we're proud out of it. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Back on the battlefield, Shigaraki's super regeneration kicks in again, and he once again attempts to launch a massive wave of decay. But before the decay can reach the heroes, Deku uses Black Whip to grab all of them and to elevate them off the ground. As Deku jumps into the air, he appears to stay up there floating, and this allows him to keep the other heroes airborne as well. It is then revealed that our boy, Gran Torino, despite being severely injured, is in fact still alive, at least for now. Gran Torino, who was beaten within an inch of his life just a couple of chapters ago, realizes what is happening. Deku has just unlocked Nana Shimura's quirk, Float, and he is now using it to protect himself and his friends and fellow heroes from Shigaraki's decay. The chapter ends as Deku lunges at Shigaraki, his fist ready to go, and Deku declares that they are ending this right here and now. Wow, what crazy hype! And what a major momentum shift. We've already seen this happen multiple times during this arc, but just when it seems like the villains are unstoppable, something happens to even the odds once again. With Makia on his way, Aizawa down for the count, and Shigaraki fully recovered and able to use all of his quirks, it looked like the heroes were pretty much done for, they didn't stand a chance. But then, within a matter of moments, Deku unlocks Nana's quirk, and Shigaraki is revealed to have a major weakness. Float is of course the perfect quirk for avoiding the spread of Shigaraki's decay, and the fact that Shigaraki's procedure was only 75% completed means that his body is still unstable, and so despite his immense power, he may be vulnerable after all. Horikoshi has really made this arc an absolute roller coaster ride, and I am here for it. We all knew that Deku was going to unlock Float sometime soon. It was directly foreshadowed multiple times. But I have to say that the way in which Deku unlocked it, and the precise moment in which he unlocked it, was pretty freaking epic. 
he was able to save all the major players on the battlefield and himself while also putting Shigaraki back on the defense. The ability to float and to make others float will presumably eliminate the threat of Shigaraki's decay for the major players on the battlefield, at least for the time being. But we can't forget that Shigaraki still has a ton of other quirks, so Deku unlocking the ability to float will not necessarily end the battle on its own. The other big, and I mean big, problem that the heroes are facing is of course Gigantomachia, who is on his way to the battlefield with a whole bunch of other powerful villains. Now, it is totally possible that the sleeping agent will begin to have an effect on Machia after some time passes. So that might slow him down or even stop him completely. Nevertheless, the sleeping agent obviously won't have an effect on Dabi, Toga and the other villains who are hitching a ride on top of Machia. So as long as Machia can get close to Shigaraki, Shigaraki will still get reinforcements even if Machia himself ends up passing out from the sleeping agent at some point down the line. Aw oh man, I honestly don't know what to say, I am excited by so much stuff that just happened. What an action-packed chapter. Miruko is alive, Gran Torino is alive, at least for now, Deku unlocks a new quirk, Shigaraki's body is breaking down, Makia is on his way, Dobby is about to come face to face with Endeavor and Shoto, so much happening all at once. Please let me know what you guys thought of this chapter, do you agree with me that it was absolutely awesome and what do you expect is going to happen next? Is Deku going to be able to take Shigaraki down using his new quirk or is Shigaraki going to bounce back despite his body breaking down? Are Gran Torino and Miruko going to pull through? Are we finally going to get the Dobby identity reveal? Let me know down below. If you enjoyed this video and you want to see more Boku no Hero content on the channel, please leave a like to let me know, it really does help. And if you happen to be new to Anime Uproar, or maybe you just haven't subscribed yet, make this the video that you subscribe and hit that notification bell to turn on all notifications. You can also hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Anime Uproar. I want to give a big thank you to all of our Anime Uproar patrons for making videos like this one possible. A very special thank you to Alpha Sigma, a disciple of Lord Twigo himself. And I can't forget all of our The One tier patrons, the ones who rise above all other clans. Including Ingrata, Alolan Adam, The World, A Quiet Respect, Pate Heffa, Jonathan King, Brandon Aviles, Papa Smurf, Emperor Otaku, Thomas Jones, Kinmano, and Admirath. Finally, thank you to all of our Pro Hero tier patrons, including the one and only Gilgamesh, Nothing But A Fan, Jason Wilson, King Zeldris, Anatoly Kazatsky, Angel Cruz, Cricket XP, Joe Stanton, Very Gucci, Alicia Octor, Jessica Califond, Hinokami and Water, Bonnie Parks, Rathuin Deora, Florian, Joni Garcia, Steelers, Deadly Saint, and Stern Hawkins. If you enjoy our videos and you feel that they provide value for you, consider supporting us on Patreon. Even a single dollar will give you access to our patron-exclusive Discord and your name will appear in our videos along with these legendary people. As always, thank you guys so much for watching and until next time, see ya Space Cowboys! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega.
megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.